0: Hey gamers, welcome back to another episode of Mirror Video Games. I'm Gabriel Blanc, joined today with... Matthew Blanc. Yeah, he is my brother. And uh, yeah, so this is episode one, officially episode one of our, our new spin uh, in our company, uh, Highway Media. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. I uh, just want to say we did make a pilot episode, so if you didn't hear that, it's not going to come out on here. But if you didn't hear that, it's worth looking up. So, But this is officially episode one of... Media video games. Where we kind of nerd out about video games all day. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We've been playing them for years, guys. It's... We Yeah, we are big gamers. All right. A little bit of a background. I mean, we started Highway Media uh, a number of years ago, done a lot of short films throughout its entire lifespan, published a few uh, indie books, you know, and now this is our, our latest spin. We are really excited about this, guys. So let's,
1: let's really make it something worth uh, listening to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're excited. We're definitely going to do this consistently, try to get you episode like three times a week or so. So, yeah, uh, really excited, and this is, officially, Highway Media's Mirror Video Games. Okay, well, let's uh, get into this. Um, Medal of Honor. Yeah, a classic. Like, a real classic video game series.
1: Big time, I mean, this is one of my all-time favorites, okay, guys? Uh, Set in World War II, uh, all first-person shooters... Um, Very quality games. Uh, I suggest checking them out, guys.
0: Yeah, uh, we're gonna really get a kind of a deep dive into talk about uh, the series on a whole, what we've, um, uh, what we, ones we've played, what we uh, want to play, and maybe the 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 as the series goes along and what's in store for them. But yeah, I mean, classic EA games, um, first person shooter um, game series, mostly historical, set in World War Two, mostly except for Medal of Honor in 2010 and Medal of Honor Warfighter in 2012, um, where they kind of got uh, more into the modern warfare. I mean, they were trying to copy some Call of Duty success. Didn't they really. were indeed, yeah. Yeah, it didn't really work out for them. But we'll talk about that later. Um, let's talk about where we started our uh, <laughs> our our experience uh, you know, with Medal of Honor, where that started. And that was uh, Medal of Honor Allied Assault, 2002. Our first... It was the first first person shooter we ever
1: played guys it didn't even work properly <laughs> we couldn't see any graphics everything was black and yellow i don't know how that works we couldn't play after the sub mission we couldn't play any yeah, yeah like half that. of the
0: missions we couldn't play but we ground that game eventually we got it to where it worked and we played the whole game had a lot of fun but it's just one of those games where uh, no matter what you feel like you're there you mean you can't have an ads aim down sights like you couldn't like most other games like call of duty uh you you can't even like aim you, you can't walk very fast the the weapon, the um the um uh, enemies are just, like bullet sponges to the max you know i mean people would you know kids would go crazy on comments uh one star definitely if it uh <laughs> if it came out these days but back i mean in the day and it's the one of the best <laughs> definitely <laughs> it, i mean it, it just it just really I mean, it, it really got everything right. I mean, it was it was a fun game, I mean, entertaining, and, you know, when it was like, you know, the first, you know, shooter game you played, it's like, it's like real, almost, you know. And then our next one was Medal of Honor, Airborne. Airborne, 2007, and I still gotta say, played it very, very recently. For 2007, those graphics look legit, man.
1: They're, they're definitely <laughs> good. The, EA was definitely a step above everyone else back in those days.
0: Yeah, they, they were a step above. I mean, look at the games count in 2007 that, you know... 2008, around that time, that Metal, um, sorry, Cold Duty was making, um, graphics not nearly as kind of just dynamic, right? Um, it was a, um, Airborne was relatively a shorter game than a lot of them, but dude, what did it ever hit hard? It was the best one in the series.
1: Oh, definitely the best. One okay. in the
0: series. yeah. Well, let's get into um, kind of the, the history. They started in 1999 with their first game was Medal of Honor. That's the title, for the very first game. What became the series? It was made by. It was developed by DreamWorks Interactive. So, you don't catch them making uh, games like that anymore. Yeah, and I'm, I'm surprised. Um, looking back at some of the history of cult, um, Medal of Honor, um, it was only like for PlayStation and Game Boy.
1: Yeah, the first few games. Xbox didn't have it back then.
0: Yeah, Medal of Honor and Medal of Honor Underground, which was 2000, didn't. Uh, they was for for uh, PS only. Um. And Game Boy, I believe. And then after 2002, with Melothon, Allied Assault, Frontline, uh, and Spearhead, which were um, kind of Allied Assault um, expansion packs, you know, where they got into PC stuff like that. So uh, uh, very cool. One of the games I've really wanted to play from them is the 2004 Pacific Assault. Oh, that one definitely looks fun. Yeah, definitely looks fun. We both have not played that, but I mean, I, 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 I just gotta say, I mean. We know EA has done some big stuff, especially in historical. You know, with Battlefield and stuff. I, I'm I'm just interested to know. Don't know all the particulars of like kind of what made during you know 2010 2012 made the la- the kind of closing games. Um, for now we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, what kind of made them like they made these two modern modern warfare kind of flicks and it didn't really go anywhere. Um, and they kind of got off the, got off the historical train, and in 2012, basically, for all intents and purposes, um, the series ended. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a little strange. Uh, but we do have now Medal of Honor above and beyond, um, 2020, where they kind of went back to the roots. Now, what are the problems with the 2020 Medal of Honor above and beyond? It's VR, guys, and... If you know anything about us,
1: we don't like VR. <laughs> VR is like, it's like, it it's, like a, it's not as good. It can not one way to explain it. It's well, okay. not as
0: good. Uh, I'll expand on that. It just can't really reach the audience, right? And yeah. it's not going to have the experience. Like a multiplayer experience? They incorporated multiplayer into the game. It's not going to give you the experience that a traditional video game would, you know, release for PC and console. But you, you can't achieve that with VR. Yeah. It's... Not possible. I'm interested to see where the series goes, you know, after this whole thing. Yeah, hopefully they make some more uh, uh, non-VR ones. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I it? think it's got really good potential. And it really looked like they kind of went back to the roots and created a pretty good game. But it just doesn't work um, with it being VR. I just, I really think you're just not going to reach the audience that you can and get the sales that you can. So I think it was kind of a miss on them. But, in a letter note, it, it signifies that the um, franchise is... ...is going in the right direction, yeah. I believe. We, uh, we all thought it was dead for a while there, but... Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, they made games, you know, 1999, 2000, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007. All right? Those were all, like, World War Two. Those all focused around World War Two. All right? Let's list off a few. The Allied Assault we talked about. Frontline. Medal of Honor Rising Sun. Medal of Honor Infiltrator. European Assault. Model of Honor Heroes. Medal of Honor Vanguard. Medal of Honor Airborne. The best one, in my opinion. And then we get 2010. It's called Medal of Honor. Yeah, kind of a throwback to their original name. Yeah, but it, it really had no basis. It was kind of like this spin-off, Modern Warfare, trying to go for, you know, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare type feel. And then 2012, a couple years later, they did Warfighter. It's really no different than Modern Warfare.
1: I'm not sure what the, yeah, no. I don't know. I looked at it. it, it's just, I think they're trying to copy...
0: Infinity Ward's success, and I don't think they achieved it. That's true. I don't. I don't know what success those games had, but it couldn't have been a lot. When basically, after that, this series ended into 2020. But overall, I mean, great series for the most part. It's kind Definitely. of historical, but that's what we're gonna do. Now, don't worry, guys. As this podcast goes along, we're gonna talk about all types of games. Yeah, we, we kind of went back to the, a throwback. Kind of talked about we wanna talk about the Metal Madness series um, because it's mostly historical. It's it's kind of a retro game series for the most part. Yeah, we love retro games. We do. We'll talk a bit about that, but don't don't worry. We're gonna talk about plenty of um, current games and even games that uh, we're looking forward to. But. Oh yeah, I spent some more time on Airborne. What made that? Um, I don't know the system of like the ranking up your guns and getting like kind of some OP, um, you know, attachments for your guns. Oh, that that really made the game.
1: Definitely. I mean, it was easy to rank up your guns, but not too easy, and it was very rewarding. That's one of the aspects that really made me like
0: it. the The missions are very immersive. They're very immersive. Um, you're not. You don't get. I think. One place that the Medal of Honor series lacks is that the, the the dialogue and everything you don't get the same immersive dialogue and like you almost feel like you're in Warzone, um, like that the Call of Duty games give you, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. But you don't get that same amount of like, you know, squad chatter when you're playing, um, you know, the the campaign mode and everything. But it's still made for a very 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 fun game, you know. Definitely. And the graphics are definitely a, you know. A boost. I mean, they still looked great. Here in 2007, they still look amazing. Now, let's talk about uh, the grind on Allied Assault. Model of Honor Allied Assault, which is a 2002. um, One of the very early games. The first for PC that people could, you know, PC and Mac. Um, (laughs) It was quite an extensive game. You got some. I I felt kind of anti. It was anticlimactic at the, um, like, Omaha Beach uh, missions. It didn't really go. It didn't, it didn't really go anywhere. It was okay, guys, but yeah, like you said, a bit anticlimactic. Yeah, but the campaign was good, and there were some parts where it, it's hard. You know. Yeah. Back know. Then they definitely want w- to make hard games. Yeah, it was um, definitely one to check out, guys. I would say. I mean, you can get it on um, EA's um, launcher, where um, we can buy um, um, digital games through them, Origin. Origin, you can get Allied Assault there. Pick that up there. And you can get Pacific Assault, which I'm very interested in. Right, Got to play that one of these guys, guys. Yeah. And you think you should be able to still pick up... Metal I want Airborne on Steam. Yeah. But, I mean, so... Uh, I mean, just kind of to wrap this up, I mean, it's a pretty successful series. I would say one of the most successful in my eyes. Yeah. Besides Call of Duty, right? Call of Duty is probably, Yeah, definitely a step above, but... We'll, we'll, and don't forget, we'll talk about uh, EA's Battlefield, which I think has found more success um, in recent times than obviously Medal of Honor has done. But it, it's successful and it's just it's just plain fun. Right? Yeah, Medal of Honor. One of the funnest games is to chill on and just play. Yeah. yeah, And the, the, there's a whole bunch of them and they span a number of years. And if you like VR, if you play VR, if you can play VR, they have Medal of Honor above and beyond in 2020. I'm excited to see where the series is going. And I believe we're going to get some traditional, traditional, um, AKA non VR call of duties in the future. And Respawn entertainment has taken over. Um, they're part of EA. They've taken over and they make some pretty decent games. Might Definitely, yeah. yeah. All right, guys, so we'll be right back. We're coming up with just some news and some just, uh, good talks, uh, about the world of video games coming up next.
1: Breaking news, Hogwarts Legacy, the game, has been delayed. No! That's right. It has been delayed (laughs) until
0: 2022, I
1: think. It's, uh, guys, a huge disappointment. We were really looking forward to this game. I know all of you guys were, too. It's a Harry Potter game, guys. What's not to love?
0: I know. It was supposed to come out this year. They delayed it, probably due to COVID. But uh, to tell you a little, little bit about it, Hogwarts Legacy... Is a game that's set in the Wizarding World of J.K. Rowling, aka you know the Harry Potter world. I mean, you guys read the books, watch movies, listen to the music. Hopefully, if you don't, leave our podcast. You're a sinner. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it takes place. You're a student going to Hogwarts in the 1800s, late 1800s. Whoa, that's that's totally new. Um, and you get to do all things Harry Potter that you always need to do, wanted to do in a RPG setting. Fight things, use magic, fight Hippogriffs. <laughs> Dude. It would have been one of my all-time favorites had it come out this year.
1: Yeah. Maybe maybe pushing it back, maybe it's lowered my opinion.
0: I I, no, I think it's still going to be a great game. And I think I'm sure it'll be top three 2022.
1: Definitely.
0: I, I think it's, it's going to be really exciting. But, yeah, that's just a little bit of news. Um, yeah, it's been delayed 2022 next year. We're not sure what time next year.
1: but Hopefully sometime in the early year because... I really don't want to wait. Yeah, and I know all you guys
0: don't want to wait either. That's true. All right, well, uh, let's talk about C D L.
1: February eleventh, guys. This month.
0: Yeah. This week. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. This week.
1: C D L starts the twenty twenty one season. The regular season. We are pumped about this. Me especially. I am a huge C D L fan, guys. I can't wait to see all the new teams, all the new rosters face off. It is gonna be a blast. I mean, last year was a blast. Even though due to COVID, they had to go online and stuff. But this year, I don't care if they're not playing LAN. It's going to be one of the best years, definitely.
0: Yeah, it looks like they have a really solid game. Call of Duty Cold War. Um, Call of Duty League, professional COD. Um, I really got into it uh, last year in their 2020 season when they were playing Modern Warfare. Um, did some really great stuff. The um, Dallas Empire ended up winning against Atlanta FaZe. And Huge fa- disappointment. Phase was looking so strong. Um, but... I mean, so yeah, that's exciting. This week, kicking off February 11th, Thursday, um, yeah, kicking off the regular season. It's going to be
1: really exciting, guys, and if you don't know much about ProCod, definitely look it up. It is something worth watching.
0: Yeah, you can go to uh, Call of Duty League on the World Wide Web to find out uh, a lot more everything about professional COD. It's cool. not being sports fans. Sorry to all you sports fans out there. We're not sports fans, but we are. We're, we're, definitely, we're, def- we're, we're definitely eSports fans um, to an extent
1: maybe Call of Duty yeah, it's okay. Call of Duty wise and maybe maybe a little bit of uh, Rainbow Six a little bit in there
0: yeah that's kind of cool but yeah apologies to all the football fans and basketball fans right exactly. <laughs> okay now let's talk about something really really strange I know some of you guys are just really tripping over Assassin's Creed Valhalla of all things come on man <laughs> I mean it's a Viking game
1: when I first heard about it I was like cool um, but then I started learning about it and
0: it's, a, it's the next Assassin's Creed dude I mean what not to love well let's take a let's take a break and let's let's really look at this um it's just another Assassin's Creed that's all it is <laughs> every Assassin's Creed game
1: since I don't know maybe or, the origins I think
0: it was the first that's one that's what I read I, the first one I mean but like I say Assassin's Creed isn't like the same game every single year, but just with the, like different skin in a different world. That's exactly what it
1: is. I know all you guys know about this, too. It is the same game over and over again. It's just a Ubisoft cash grab. Don't buy into Assassin's Creed. If you want to buy into Assassin's Creed, buy the first one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean... I've never played any Assassin's Creed. I've seen gameplay, obviously, especially Valhalla. You know, when Valhalla was coming out and when I saw the gameplay when it came out, I was like, definitely the coolest Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed I've ever seen. Vikings. Besides maybe the first one where you're like this Muslim against the Crusaders. That's pretty cool. That's the very first Assassin's Creed game. I bet unique. need him. And it's taking like, the whole series to be kind of cool and get Viking, but you look at actually the bones of the game, it's so different than Odyssey. Oh, totally, yeah. You know so what I mean? I would just say and why? not, not my cup of tea, guys. It's true, and, and w- why buy a game from Ubisoft? I mean, they are the people who are like pretty liberal. I mean, and if you if you know us here at High Media, we're kind of conservative. I mean, right? they
1: took someone's voice lines out of a game just because they said something about COVID restrictions, and yeah,
0: yeah COVID that's, policy. That's not right, guys. Yeah, COVID policy. I was listening to a. I'm not gonna say the the podcast or, or the show, but I was listening, and uh, he was he was saying. I mean, this is this is big. This is a, a news network, you know. Certified new network. They were saying that they uh, Ubisoft actually took a voice actor's lines, all the voice, all the voice audio, out of this particular character's um, dialogue in one of Ubisoft's games. I don't know which one, but just because they opposed COVID policy. So yes, Ubisoft—they do some good stuff through the masterminds of like all the Tom Fancy games, The Division, The Division. And we can talk about that later. We're, we're definitely gonna do a whole episode about The Division. But I mean, come on. Why oh, buy Assassin's Creed? If you, it might look cool on the outside, Vikings and everything, but when you get down to it, what is there? It's <laughs> just another Assassin's Creed. Exactly. All right. Coming up, we are going to give a shout out, and we're going to cancel somebody. So stick around for that. Big news. Now, this is a segment where we give a shout out to somebody that we think has done something good, and we cancel somebody who we think is doing something bad. So today we are going to cancel this Twitch streamer, Symphony. Now, if you guys don't know much about Symphony, he's just a
1: Call of Duty streamer. He streams Call of Duty Warzone. We all know about Call of Duty Warzone. If you don't, go check it out. <laughs> a game. Yeah. Yeah, he plays it's with... Free.
0: Yeah. He plays with... He's a relatively big streamer. has a pretty big audience. You can see he's getting like, you know, 17,000 viewers or more. You know, certain parts of the day, day, and he plays with a lot of, um, big streamer types that are playing, you know, that are former pro and everything, and he plays like a pro himself. But, let's gonna talk about, the moral of this story and this, um, cancellation is that do not play video games all your life, please. Yeah, and if you do, at least be healthy about it. Yeah, because, in his own words, and, uh, he basically has admitted to basically all he's done in his life, beside I don't know, like high school or something, um, um, middle you know middle school and you know obviously um has played video games that 's all he 's done and he says uh, he's you know streaming you know constantly every day like you know a full work day maybe even more into the night definitely you into know. the night yeah he says he 's you know, lightheaded every every stream feels like he 's going to faint you know while he 's streaming, and then when he gets done with streaming, playing the video games that 's what he 's doing while he 's streaming obviously <laughs> um, he basically can 't do anything else. And obviously, he blames it on bad um, eating habits and no exercise. Just all around bad lifestyle.
1: <laughs> yeah, guys. So if you're going to play games, just make sure, make sure you're getting your exercise in. Make sure you're eating, eating healthy, guys. And that is the way to be a healthy gamer and not a gamer like Symphony.
0: Exactly. And that is why Symphony is canceled. Okay. Well, we we want to get a shout out. We're going to end the podcast, today's episode, on something a bit lighter. Now, who are we shouting out?
1: Guys, we all know him, we all love him. He's the one of the biggest Fortnite streamers of all time.
0: It's Ninja. Yeah, it's definitely Ninja. Huge following, much bigger than Symphony, by the way. Um, has impacted a lot of people in his time. Still streams regularly regularly with Twitch, has a big contract with them. Usually stream streams Fortnite, League of Legends, Valorant currently. Um pretty pretty big following. But why are we, why are we giving him a shout out? Because he is going against the trends. We're all about going against the trends, right? Totally. Yeah. And and he's he's announced that when he's it was being interviewed by a big news corporation, um, I believe it was CNN or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted him really to impact people, and I don't know, teach you know young players, kids, morals, you know, how to be you know safe online, respectful online, you know, combat racism and other forms of you know hate or whatever. And Which is not wrong, guys, but not particularly wrong. But we know the trends, and the trends are, um, you know, getting the coolest athlete, getting the coolest actor, getting the coolest video game streamer to be to teach kids what what's right, right? Yeah.
1: And Ninja said that's not his job. His job is to stream, and it's not
0: to teach kids things. Yeah, he said it is the job of the parents to teach kids how to be good online while they're playing Fortnite. You know, and not streaming toxic things into the chat. So he has gone against the trends. And he's really stood up for it, uh, amazingly, in a way with a huge following. In a way that most people really wouldn't these days. Yeah, so therefore, guys, we have a big shout out for Ninja. Yeah, big shout out. done some really great stuff because he's gone against the trends. Well, guys, that wraps it up for all, all for today. We had a really fun time doing this, and there is definitely more coming this way. Definitely, guys. Your way, sorry. Mm-hmm. We have um, a
1: couple more planned this week, so if we don't get them all out, we'll probably get them out the following week.
0: Exactly. We are really excited about this. We're gonna be consistent, uh, bringing you all this good stuff. If you liked it, obviously give us a review, give us a five star, um, and we'll definitely, you know, the more you keep liking them, the more we'll keep doing them. Yeah. So I'm Gabe Blanc. I'm Matthew Blanc, and this has been Mere Video Games. Peace out, guys. Peace.